Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. What up, what up? Football might be over. The NBA, college basketball, and the NHL are in full swing, as well as the PGA Tour. Baseball is also starting up. We got spring training in full swing as well. The only place you should be betting on these sports is betonline.ag. They are the goat of all the betting websites. I love Bet Online. Alan loves Bet Online. And all the Believe Podcast Network loves betonline.ag. I got another ride with Razi for you. We were close last week. We had some solid picks. Some guys that kind of fell off, but I got three more picks for you heading into the weekend for the Arnold Palmer Invitational. I got Spieth going into the weekend. He's minus five. He's four back right now. He's eventually going to get one. He's back, baby. I'm betting. I'm already saying it. I'm betting on Spieth to win the Masters. All right. That's another ride with Razzie pick for you right there. I'm betting on Spieth to win the Masters. I'm also betting Paul Casey. He's right there with Spieth at four back. And I got Victor Hovland. I believe he is second favorite right now to go ahead and uh, win that tournament. He's two back of Corey Connors. There's no way Corey Connors is going to pull that off. So Jordan Spieth, Paul Casey, Victor Hovland, ride with Razzie. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's betonline.ag. Throw me the ball and watch what I do with it. What's up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Long Ball Podcast with your hosts, Alan Siles and Orlando Razzo. If you're listening to us, you know where to find us, everywhere you find great podcasts. And while you're there, rate us. Give us five stars if you like us. If you don't like us, don't give us five stars, but at least let us know why. Orlando, so first of all, you know, I just got to start by this. I mean, you, you just bet golf now? Is that is that, that's all you do, huh? Yeah, I'm a full divot head. Um, okay. I, that, I, just, I didn't even know that was a term. Yeah. Yeah. It is a term. It is a term. I'm a full divot head. I'm a dirt bag and a divot head, as they say. I'm just a sports guy in general. I mean, I shout I'm out just, Long Beach. You know what I mean? Dirt bags. Shout out to Coach Valenzuela. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, I'm just here for the enjoyment of the, the pageantry of sports. Um, but yeah, I mean, right now I'm going through a huge golf phase. I don't know if it's going to last. I think it's going to last. I'm pretty sure it's going to last. I'm, I'm very much in love with the game. I got 12 holes in today. Um, 12? So you pay for 18 and pay. I had a voucher. I had a rain check voucher. So actually did not pay anything um, Hmm. for it. But was scoring well. I know no one gives a shit. But But your voucher was for 28 or for 18 holes. Yes, it was. But it was was for $75. And right now in Arizona, Mm -hmm. it's like... I mean, you're not getting anywhere. You got to go to like fucking. Don't tell me that's a deal. Blythe or Buckeye. Oh, yeah. 75 bucks is a bargain now. Dude. So like spring training golf in Arizona is insane. Like you'd be lucky to find a place under 100 right now. That's wild. I'm looking oh, at, dude. I'm looking at, you know, my spot in, uh, in Alameda. And, you know, I, I, you know, when it says on the golf tee time where it says, one number and another number. So is it 50 to 75? So I'm assuming right. 50 is residents, 
75 is non-resident and i'm like or maybe walking or walking as well and i'm like mm-hmm. what the heck and yeah, you're saying no, that's dude. cheap it's super cheap like arizona though is like texas high school football right. for, golf. for golf i mean it's a mecca you just mm-hmm. got talent out the ass like i suck i'm not like you know i'll I shoot 80s 90s now i'm good i'm good enough to where mm-hmm. i can do that consistently but dude you go out like on the range it's just randos like i was just i've done this thing too where i've gone to the pga store and just tried out all the new shit and it's just the, the guy working there he's like oh yeah i'm going to depaul for golf like the f- <laughs> okay yeah it's just everyone is good everyone is better than me it's not a great feeling but it, it's motivating it's motivating you just want to get back in the lab i know you're tired <laughs> i know that arizona is smaller than california right but i told you about where i love buchanan you got to come out play buchanan you'll probably shoot pga numbers but buchanan is 14 dollars three par fours the rest par threes is there anywhere in arizona you can pay for 14 dollars? you can Fuck play no. for 14 dollars. no even the course that i live on is it's probably it's similar to buchanan it's i mean it's 18 holes but it's you know an exact course i think it's got like five or six par fours the rest are par threes but that's like 50 bucks right now that is absurd yeah but to be fair i would say everybody's rent out there is probably cheaper than california yeah that's true but once again this is also you know and this is prime real sure, estate sure. for it you know it's basically the man's gonna get you either way He's going right, to get you. Right, you're gonna it's get coming shafted. from somewhere. It's coming but from somewhere. But also, it's just paradise. I mean, it's it's 70 degrees. It's shorts. By the way, that's another thing. If you're wearing shorts in uh, – if you're wearing short or if you're wearing pants from here until, mm-hmm. like, October right. in Arizona, you should get, you know, slapped unless it's, you know, very, very cold, like a very uncharacteristic day. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, it's like if you're wearing pants on the course, it's like, dude, this is Arizona. This is casual, baby. Unless you're on the t- unless you're on the tour. Even then, like they mm. should be allowed to wear shorts. They should let the yeah, let the get the leg tan going, you know, let let everybody breathe, you know. But um, look, we got a great show for you guys tonight. We, we called it over text, I think, a, a mini quickie. We're not really sure how short or long it's going to be, but we know as far as our subjects are concerned. So I'm going to start this thing off. Orlando's been driving the last couple. It's it's my turn to take the wheel. And I want to start off by talking about college baseball because we love college baseball. We know that's where our roots are. You know, you, you, you got to water a plant for it to grow. College baseball, that's our roots. And I am so, so, so ecstatic over what is happening with college baseball and what they've done with a version of the turnover chain for college football. It's like something that they're doing for home runs. So Virginia tech has a, I don't know if it's a hammer or a big mallet, the big hammer gets tossed to you as you're crossing home plate, you bang the mallet down. Alabama has a blinged out chain. You guys can hit us up on Twitter about the other ones that I missed. Those are the ones that stuck out to me extremely excited about it i think it's great um we've already seen clips i mean obviously orlando and i follow all the you know shout out college baseball hub and 
all the outlets that are promoting college baseball and youth baseball in general. And it, it, it's just great, man. I mean, you got guys striking out people looking at the other team. This stuff, I don't know about you. You're a little younger than me. This stuff was unheard of when I was in college baseball. I mean, you do your job, you get out. I mean, you as we were out, and I know you definitely were part of uh, this swag, but like as we were leaving junior, senior year was when people were starting to, you get on second base, you do a, some team thing, you, you know, you make it rain, something like that on second base. And we were all about it. We were all about it. That That's all we got. Now you got chains, you got pimp jobs. We saw the one cow baseball. I think it's great. I think it's great. How do you feel about it? Does it take you back? How does it, how does it make you feel? I love it. When I was in college, I was going through, it was like sort of that transition period. It was as if college baseball was going through puberty when I was mm-hmm. playing because my freshman year, I think it was like first or second scrimmage. I was screamed at because I did a little swagger victory lap in our, in our scrimmage after striking out a dude. Now I didn't listen to did when they said, don't the... do it. Yeah. I just did. You walked, around the, you walked around the mound. A little walk around the mound. Oh, was, I didn't know was that. Was, I didn't even know what a victory. You learn something new every day. I didn't yeah, know victory that victory lap. I'm too oh, yeah. ashamed after I strike out. I'm not looking at the pitcher, so I would never. Right, know. right. No, so I yeah, I got screamed at for doing the victory lap. I still didn't. I didn't listen. I kept doing the victory lap, but I really love what's going on. Um, you know, th- there's times when I'm like, all right, you know, this could be a little much, but I don't want to just be the guy to be the rain cloud and be like. Yeah. Okay. But what's a, a little inning. much? What's a little much? I don't really know. It's got to be like you just feel it. You just feel yeah, it. Yeah. It, it's got to be heat of the moment type thing. Um. Uh, there was one kid that Chris Apisichea. Shout out to him. Um. He's, I think he's at High Point right now. He went to Sarah, and he went viral because he did you know the McGregor walk after mm. he struck out some guy. Yo, how, um, how many? So, how many? How many baseball podcasts are talking about High Point? Shout out High Point. I mean, yeah. come on. Believe in believe in the long ball. We'll find you. We'll find you. Shout out. Keep right. going, Orlando. Right. No, and I just, I think it's cool because once again, it's allowing these kids to just kind of get out, get themselves out there. And it's also giving, whether you may like a, a guy just staring someone down in the second inning or not. I don't, I personally don't give a shit because either way I'm, I'm going to get another chance to get that guy out no matter what, if, if you're yes. the other team, either way, exactly. You'll both always ways. have another it's chance to, to get the guy. Ways. Yeah, exactly. Goes both ways. So it's a, it's a very transactional thing that's going on here, but what it's really doing is putting a spotlight on the game The mm-hmm. college baseball. We've never seen it blow up like this early in the season on social media like this. It's probably to do with, you know, the season getting canceled last year because they're the hungry. Fans are hungry. Fans are. Yeah. Oh they, yeah. The fans players are, are hungry. The they're, they're chomping at the bit. Absolutely. And even, even like you said, social media that goes sports center, Scott Van Pelt led with the Alabama catch when the kid like popped it and then caught it after it was everywhere. It was everywhere. I don't want to be prisoner of the moment, but I don't recall college baseball being everywhere or growing right? Or as relevant the way I see it right now. Right. And you got Pitching Ninja interviewing Jack Leiter and Kumar. You had Ty Madden tonight throwing a CG shutout. Cespedes mm-hmm. Family Barbecue is 
tweeting out all 14 of his strikeouts. Carabas is getting in on John it. Boy Obviously, too. John Boy, 11.7. They they have, you know, the monopoly over the college baseball podcast world and them and D1 baseball. So it's like it is blowing up on social media, which is great. The thing that we just got to do now is like if I was super rich, that's what I would do. I would just invest a shit ton in college baseball to get it broadcasted so everyone can see it. There's really nothing like it. We've been saying that since we started this podcast. There's nothing like college baseball, man. It's such an underground atmosphere that is just fucking tight. That it is. It's it was cool when it was underground, but now that it's blowing up, it's really awesome because everyone's kind of getting to see like, whoa, this college baseball is actually amazing. And the fans are just rabid. And it, it's just, it, it is really good to see. Really good to see. It, it really is, man. So that has me excited. I wouldn't call this a negative, but we're going to explore, because it has me so excited, we're going to sp- explore the other side of it, which is the fact that I hadn't watched the first, uh, the first two weekends, college baseball. Maybe I, I think it was the first two weekends until I had a buddy, and I have everything right as far as streaming services, everything. Shout out, gotta finish Wandavision. Uh, I'm two behind now, but I don't have ESPN Plus, so I don't have ESPN Plus, which means I haven't seen one baseball game until my buddy. Um, you know, I was like, yo give me the password. I got other ones. I can hook you up, but I need that password. And he gave me the ESPN plus password. Shout out TN. I'm not going to say your full name, but you know who you are. Um, and that's just, it's just a candy store for college baseball watchers and college baseball right. fans. My point is they got the Alabama chain. They got the Virginia tech hammer. Anybody else that knows other ones, please tell me the issue is, when we talk about growing the game, and I know we're trying to grow baseball in general, but even with baseball, you can only see uh, regional games unless they're on ESPN or something. These kids that we want to eventually want to get to the major leagues so they want to play college baseball because some people might want to go to the major leagues. Some people are like, yeah, I want to go to major leagues, but I want to play college baseball too. There's a ton of kids out there that could have said no, but wanted that college baseball experience knowing you need three years to get out. So there is a, a group that enjoys that and that group continues to grow, but it can't grow as fast when you can only watch games on ESPN three or ESPN plus. And I don't know how that gets fixed. I know money, you know, cash rules, everything around me, but it's just tough, man, because I do think the way the swagger is growing and the vibe and the drip is really popping in college baseball, it's not getting utilized the right way because it's not available to the younger generation. Yeah, I think there's one solution to this. It's Bezos. I think Bezos has got a pony up. He's got the, we know he's got the cash. He's got to pony it up make it accessible on Amazon. He, they just did a deal with PGA. So that would be the best of both worlds for me. You know, I get golf, I get college baseball right there. Bezos, this is a fucking golden opportunity for you, buddy. 
did I did I read right or they're trying to do it with NFL as well? They're trying to do. I mean, I thought they already had. Aren't they already okay. broadcasting? I don't know. I don't know. They're. I know they have all sorts of shit going on, but one thing they don't have is college baseball. So. And I get it. You know, the numbers might not reflect, and that's why it's like. I wish there was somebody in the space, right? Like Ken Griffey went straight out of high school. Somebody that really knows both experiences. As much as we give the Astros a hard time, like an Alex Bregman, you know, like a couple of years down the line, you know, he's still pretty young. Somebody like a like an older Alex Bregman, the Buster Posey, you know, he went to Georgia Tech. He knows the swag. Florida so, State. You know what? I switched. Wow. That's Bart. how quick you switched him with Bart. Yeah, because the Giants have 400 catchers. So. And then there's one from NC State. Another NC ACC. State, Bailey. Yeah. Wow. Chadwick Dang, Trump, I apologize, where Buster. Go? I apologize. It came out quick. And Buster played every position during one game at Florida one State. One game. Yeah. It's on YouTube. Yep. YouTube it, kids. Um, so I don't know. That do you do you think I'm unrealistic on that? Um, just more available. Nope. I'm not saying every game. No, I I was saying that last week. I don't even know if I was talking to you about it. I was probably just talking to a buddy about it where I was just like, dude, if someone invested in college baseball, they would see returns. Like mm-hmm. people would get excited about that shit because everything that they're saying about the unwritten rules of major league baseball and all this stuff, I get it. It's changing and it definitely is changing, but everything there's no unwritten rules in college baseball like that shit's exciting you're gonna get you're gonna see someone get fired up from a strikeout in the the second inning like it's it's non-stop electricity from the beginning also you get some wild scores like arizona won last night like 20 to 13 so you're not gonna see that you're gonna get some absolutely beat arizona bananas games um i'm not sure i'm gonna have to look that up well, because I saw on College Baseball Hub, Oral Roberts put 20 on LSU. Wow. 20 on LSU. So Arizona uh, won 12 to 1 um, against Oklahoma. And then they, let's see, I think they, it might have been against, honestly, I really wait. Oh yeah. 20. Yeah. 20 to 13 against Oklahoma. And then they beat them 12 to one. What the heck today? I, I mean, mean Arizona just rakes. They can, they bang the ball around always. Okay. You got three seconds. You, you have to choose. You can go to Arizona state or Arizona. Who do you choose? Arizona state. Woo! I'm sorry. Uh, it's just cause dude, Arizona's got these classic looks, which I like. I like their pinstripe. Dude, Arizona State, for their colors, they have some of the sickest swag you'll ever see. Well, you know, Arizona, they're the way, not the colors, but the way the jerseys, the way their jersey swag is goes about reminds me of Stanford, which is like cool. It's very it's classic. classic. It's yeah. classic. Yeah. Great. You got to win. Just win. Bro, Arizona State has some sick shit. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they could use a lefty. Yeah. Then you go to Cronkite after and yeah, yeah. I'll be a part of the Cronkite school of journalism, but nonetheless, I mean, it's just college baseball is kind of blowing up this year, Mm -hmm. at least on social media. So that just means the next stepping stone is for an investor to really, you know, 
put some skin in the game mm-hmm. to uh, make this accessible to the the youth because that's what's going to grow the game. And and look, we're not crazy, okay? Temple, where I went to school, doesn't even have a team anymore, okay? Orlando went to UC Davis. Those are two reputable schools, right? And eventually we'll get there. But you put some skin in the game, you put some money in the SEC network, right? All those games are going to play. They have the most teams in the top 25. Rabbit fan SEC, bases too. It, it, it looks like a big league game, but it's like, these are kids. It, it, it's so sim- It's so much more similar to college basketball than anybody would think. And think about regionals. Think about just mm-hmm. buying the rights to the to where regionals start or conference tournaments. Hey, I'll pay for SEC tournament and then all of the regionals and, and um, super regionals. Come right. on, man. If, this, so, if CBS just invested in the regionals, man, that would be so dope, man. That so would be I'm so not dope. even I'm not even saying, hey, you got to get the Atlantic 10 tournament. Like we're, we're, we're being realistic about this, but it'll like it's the same way it works in college basketball. You get mm-hmm. the big boys to pull people in and then you're going to have your Cinderella's. Imagine if people actually knew how close LMU took UCLA. I don't know if it was two or three years ago. Imagine if people actually watched that. That would have been outstanding baseball, outstanding well, content. In Michigan, when they, Michigan. they were in that regional, they mm-hmm. took out UCLA and then went on to – you could go all the way back to when Fresno State won the whole thing. We you get can. it. You know, they were ranked going into the season. They had legit – they had a really legit team. They underachieved throughout the regular season. Obviously, they overachieved eventually throughout the right. whole season doesn't matter they were not like that was that could have been amazing like for them to have been broadcasted throughout the whole year and then the postseason and then obviously throughout the college world series people were like oh this team came out of nowhere it's like it, i think that we could learn so much more and there's so many cool stories that come out of college baseball mm-hmm. similar to the way like you said, college basketball comes like these cool stories that come out of March, like these cool stories that come out of the regional are awesome. Right. Yeah, I I agree, man. So I just wanted to kind of talk about that because it's super exciting and it's everything. I I have so many emotions when I watch, I'm jealous, I'm happy, I'm sad just because I want more kids to be able to watch it. It, it, it just it just gives me all the feels and I even hate that term but all the feels it really does and I just hope it continues to grow and anybody listening if you think Orlando and I can help that let us know let us know because that's where that's where memories are made man I mean so many of the people we've had on this show all started from college baseball and the way it's growing and how it's growing look it, it always, it always reflects, right? The same way, okay, everybody in college is, college football is running the option. It doesn't go all the way to the NFL, but you'll have a couple quarterbacks that get drafted that typically wouldn't or not as high because that's what's going on. The same thing happens on, in college baseball as well. So you take guys that are, okay, right now, these, these kids are swinging this way and we're going to get this swag we always talk about how South Carolina, I think last year or whenever I was watching probably two years ago now, bunch of five, nine guys swinging for the fences. And we're thinking that's not how it was. At least when I was playing, 
the game has changed and it gets reflected on every level. College baseball is just different or major league baseball is just different because um, of how they get talent from so many places. So it's not as much as a force feeder as college football and college basketball. So if you guys want to hit us up, Orlando's got the Twitter. Orlando, say the Twitter. Longball underscore pod. There you go. I, I'm trying to remember new addresses and stuff. Orlando, he's going to have to take care of it. Do you know your new address? I do. So okay. now I can put that what away. What about the and zip I can get, code? I do only because it's only Holy one shit. letter, one number different than my current, where my parents, where I grew up. That's the okay. only reason. I Holy just God. like mem- started memorizing my zip code. Oh, all the places I rented, I never knew. I never knew. Yeah, that, that was always a bitch to like look up right. and, and try. I, I just asked, you know, I just asked my fiance. I'm like, who, wh- what was that? Okay, thanks. What up, what up? Want to give a brief moment to talk about our newest sponsor, eBay. You know eBay. We all know eBay. Who does not know eBay? Whether rare dead stock or the latest release, find the exact shoe you're looking for. As the original sneaker marketplace, eBay is the place to go to cop the pair you've been eyeing. With eBay's authenticity guarantee, your sneakers are meticulously inspected by independent professional authenticators. A team of experienced sneaker authenticators verify the box, logo, stitching, and dozens of other inspection points. Each sneaker also receives an authenticity guarantee tag that includes a digital stamp of authenticity. It also protects sellers with a verified return process. eBay is the best. We love eBay. Myself and Alan always use eBay for the best sneakers possible. Pick yourself some Air Force Ones, some Jordans, whatever you want. Go to ebay.com slash sneakers today. eBay, the world's best destination for discovering great value and unique selection. Um, so the only other thing I had, and that was a great, great time. You know, I, I, I texted Orlando. I said, I'm so juiced to talk about what I'm seeing here. And I'm also juiced about this next segment. And I don't even know if you can call it a segment. It's almost a version of would you rather. And it's pretty simple. Jackie Bradley signs with the Brewers. You currently have Lorenzo Cain. Now, all day, I'm thinking about who plays center field. Would you rather? Who would you rather play in center field? Jackie Bradley or Lorenzo Cain? I did not know until the pre-show that Lorenzo Cain was 35 years old. Now, I'm not a Brewer fan or Brewers fan, so I don't know if Brewers fans have seen a decline. I haven't, only because when you see the Brewers, it's because it's only because someone's done something extraordinary because they're the Brewer. I mean, that's just how it happens. So if it's an obvious answer, please tell me, uh, Brewers fans, get at us. But when I'm thinking prime Lorenzo Cain, they haven't been the last time I checked, they hadn't banged them out of center field. Maybe they have, maybe they have well, he maybe opted they out last year. So like they, he, so he didn't put that those miles, no miles. Yeah. But I mean, you see JBJ man, and he had a pretty good year at the plate too. Last year. I think he had like two three. So, so did Brandon Bell. Bombs. You want him to take Brandon Bell and Brandon Crawford. You want them? I want Brandon. Crawford Are you comparing those guys to JBJ offensively? Well, just in general. Those are three guys where their defense is better than their offense. If you're asking me, I'm taking, obviously, 
Brandon Crawford first. I didn't even mean, mean to. I'll probably take him Brandon Bell first, honestly. Which, Whoa! which, yeah, what? I know, I know. As much as it pains me to say this, it's not like the guy's a good baseball player. Brandon, Craw- Brandon Crawford plays shortstop. Not anymore. Uh, uh, yeah, he does. But like I'm saying, I'm not taking Brandon Crawford anymore. And JBJ is younger and plays center. I'm and probably taking Crawford last. I'm taking Belt, JBJ, and Crawford. The blasphemy. Wow. Dude. You learn something uh, as new much every as day. like I, I don't like watching Brandon Belt. He is a <laughs> he's a good hitter. He works counts. We know that. I mean, the guy can the guy works a boring at bat like like nobody's business. And then Jackie Bradley Jr. is still young, still plays and a ridiculous. You're just field. jealous of Brandon Crawford's hair. Just be honest. You can be honest. Dude, I have fucking great hair. I'm not jealous of Brandon Crawford's hair at all. I I just think like he was awesome, you know, two, three years ago. The guy he had a pretty good year last year, actually. But I I think he's the worst of the three. Okay. For sure. No, no, look. This is this is great. This is great. Look, Brandon Crawford, did you see um, reply to that? It was free agents after 2021. Like, did you see that key shortstop free agents after 2020? And he responded because or replied because he wasn't on the uh, on the list. And I literally tweeted and I said, love Brandon Crawford. Love him. You don't deserve them. You don't deserve to be on that list. You Dude, the list is like Lindor. The list is like, story. Yeah, yeah it's right. Like ridiculous list. It's like Brandon Crawford. Yeah, like why don't you hit thirty home runs one time, dude? It, yeah, bro. I love in, him. I love him. That guy. This well, is no, not, no, no, we love. We're him. slandering him. We slander him because we love him. It's like you're in the category with Didi Gregorius, like and um, if that Adrelton Simmons, like that's your crew. Right. You're not part of this newer crew. This this posse that just hits dongs yeah. and plays. Y- y'all y'all were the defense. crew. Y'all were the crew that just was really good on defense. The traditional shortstop slide-up. crew. You know what the it traditional is? Traditional shortstop crew. That's traditional short T S T P. The traditional shortstop crew. The T S T P. Look, we love you guys. You're ballers. You know what it reminds me of? It almost reminds me of some of the guys that have gotten, for lack of a better word, left by words left behind in basketball, right? The center that is very much just I do what centers the do. Ben Walleye. Yeah, like the, those guys, the the shooting guards that can't shoot threes. Like th- there's not a lot of them left, right? But some of them sounds like a shitty player. That remind well that that was a player at one time. And those are the guys that the shortstops that were really good on defense. And whenever you get on offense, enjoy, you know, what I mean? like set right. your and, bar low. And it's not like Crawford's a bad hitter by any means. He's just not anywhere close to these dudes. But now they like do the, both. They do both. The cream now. of the crop. Yeah. And they're freaking massive. You can make the argument that in his, sorry, Crawford. heyday. He it was because his defense was so good, it elevated his hitting. So it's like, wow, this is a really good player. Now right. it's like you got guys with that defense. I wouldn't say Tatis is Crawford defensively, but he's getting better every year, and he's got a cannon. 
I don't know. I don't know. He might. I mean, he like, he might. Oh, wait. And you know who we're forgetting? I have a jersey upstairs. Sorry, Tim Anderson. Tim Anderson. Sorry, and sorry, yeah. Javi Baez. Sorry, Javi those guys. Those guys are throw freaks. them in there too. Yeah, they're in. They're in the Tespas posse as well. Yes, the TSPT to, uh, posse. Oh, shit. No, yeah, that's I'm, not the I'm TSPT. That. Are we saying that we got to come up with a new name, dude? Yeah, we will. Uh, that's really really hard mm-hmm. uh simmons also by the way he's like the best defensive shortstop of all time so like i, I like I would, you i know, mean you're, if you you're know, ta- no, if no, you're no, talking no, no. there if you're talking their defensive simmons is simmons is better you like, know what you're doing shot. you know what you're doing what's happening to crawford baseball guy? with simmons is the same thing that happens with buster and molina no because because yes. buster you're talking about an, an mvp like i'm okay, always gonna fair. defend that crawford was a excellent player was he two-time all-star one-time all-star three-time at least all-star? one at least one he's been at least one so like it's not like he's he's had a phenomenal career but if and, you look and, and andrelton simmons has oh dude watch andrelton simmons and watch Crawford. Andrelton Simmons is the best defensive shortstop I've ever seen. Crawford is an elite defensive shortstop. Those are two different classes. Okay. Two great classes. Once again, we're not, this is almost like, fuck, I feel like this is like uh, I, I, the Donovan Mitchell slander where it's like, oh, like, yeah. you know, who can he beat? It's like, dude, he's still a dog. Right. And he's made and and he's still the leader. Brandon Crawford was a or is a two time all star, by the way. Shout out Mountain View. You know what I mean? Oh, Brandon Crawford's 34. Yeah. I thought he was closer to my age, to be honest. No. Three time gold glove, two time World Series champion, one time silver slugger, 2015. Put some respect on my guy's name. What did he hit in 2015? Yeah, what did he hit? Is, is, is it actually no if i was to rose i would say actually it's more about what everyone else didn't hit <laughs> seriously it was 2015 as oh yeah there was no launch angle yet that was like you might as well put the dead ball era yo we gotta you know brandon crawford please come on the show we we do want you on the show man okay yeah, so would be so mad at me <laughs> look you backed I put him me into a corner. Of- so he hit his batting average in 2015 was 256. Are you fucking on, kidding me? On base percentage, uh, 256, or, or sorry, 321, slugging 462, OPS slugging, 782. He had a 782 OPS and he was the silver slugger. Is that right? How many dongs and how many stakes? 21 bombs. That's the most he's ever Whoa. had. Whoa, buddy, buddy, 84 RBIs. Break out the big barrel bat. 21 dong. Sound like a hater. I mean, what the hell? My God, have we had an evolution at shortstop? How did this conversation turn into a Brandon (laughs) Crawford bash fest? Just I know I feel so bad. He's he's such a good guy too. Like good guy, better hair than Orlando. It's just way better. He does have better hair than me. Like I'm not admitting. You're just just saying you don't have bad hair. 
I'm no, I I definitely have great hair. He has probably the best hair. He's had. Okay, that's wait, one wait. Thing. I figured it out. He has the best hair. Right, right. Okay, so his hair, his hair is Angelton Simmons defensively, and your hair is Brandon Crawford. Brandon Crawford. Oh, yep. <laughs> that's just phenomenal. Great comparison. I can't believe the show just turned into like a shortstop show. Of we need to get a shortstop on on the next show it has to happen but how great is it like that since 2015 now these guys are it's it's the elite of the elite like it's really it's really just taken up a notch i mean um it's how they are in little league where the shortstop is just the best hitter right it was never like that it was it, it was flipped but he was gold glove in 2017 all star 2018 and that's it so it's crazy, man. But back to the question, okay, well, you would obviously pick Jackie Bradley. But here's the problem, though. And again, I haven't watched enough Brewers games. I, If they haven't, let's just pretend. And Brewers fans, you guys can get upset at us because I'm pretty sure if you're not a Brewers fan, you're on the same page as us as far as the last time you saw Lorenzo Cain. All right? So if Lorenzo Cain was your starting, your, your starting center fielder before the pandemic, and he did not play this past year. Lorenzo Kane is a better hitter than Jackie Bradley. I could probably, I would say the numbers would probably say Jackie Bradley is a better defender than Lorenzo Kane. And again, that's saying something because Lorenzo Kane is a really good defensive center fielder. So who do you start? Day one, I feel like you have to start Lorenzo, but is it, do you take the out like, okay, you didn't play last year. We made some, we saw Jackie, you're 35 and you throw Lorenzo in right or left and throw Jackie in center. It's tough. I mean, it's not like it's Lorenzo. If he had been on, if he had stayed on the Royals for this long and then Jackie came over, that'd be different. But Lorenzo, he's only, he's been on there for a couple of years, but it's not home. He won the ring with the Royals. So it's not home, home. So you can kick him out, but it'll be interesting to see how it unfolds tenure with a team should never have anything to do with playing them at a position should always just be who the best guys i'll say this it's a great problem to have really is a great problem to have where you just got two gold glover studs oh and by the way the guy that's playing the other outfield position is christian yelich so just it's an amazing issue to have I probably would go the other way. I'd throw, you know, I'd throw JBJ in center and then I would throw, you know, I'd mix and match. I'm not, I, this is great so because we so agree wait, a lot. No, 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 we really agree a lot. I'm not just being a contrarian. No, 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 but here's a question. Once I turn 35, are you going to throw me away? Once I turn, wait, Brandon Crawford, 34. I've turned 31 in a couple weeks, Orlando. You going to throw me away soon too? Is that, was that your way? Happen? Was that your way of just saying like, "Hey, birthday's coming up"? Like, shout out to my what, birthday, but what it sounds me, like buddy? anybody over thirty, you're outie. No, not in the slightest bit. I'm just saying, like, I'm gonna go with who I believe is the better center fielder at that point. Okay. Now, there's gonna be a lot of games where maybe he's struggling at the plate. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe platoon guy, lefties lefty on the mound right 
JBJ struggling against lefties. Then you're going to throw Kane and center fielder for those games. So a lot of this has to do with the new age baseball of just playing matchups. No, playing no, no. Whatever they're trying to reel me back works. in. No, they're trying to play reel whatever back. matchups. No, this no. Is just, hey, sorry. No, no, no. Sorry, no, no. my so big brain is no, no, no. working. I have a question for you. Okay. You're talking about tenure doesn't matter. Okay. We, with a team. Tenure, you, you say tenure doesn't matter with the team. Play the best person at that position. There are multiple, multiple different metrics and numbers that state that in Derek Jeter's last year, he had no business being at shortstop as a New York Yankee. Are you Orlando telling me that you would have taken Derek Jeter out of shortstop because it didn't make sense and you had a better shortstop on the roster? Are you telling me that? No, that's a captain. There's a certain context that goes into that. Oh, now there's like, certain context. Definitely. 100%. You think Lorenzo Cain has the same credibility in Milwaukee that, that no, Derek Jeter has in, in New no, York? You said, you said tenure. It's all about matter. feel, Boppy. It's all about feel. You got like this is it's fluid. It's fluid. It's it fluid. is fluid. It's a fluid market. <laughs> if in this particular situation, if I, if you're making me, if I must rephrase this in this particular situation, I believe that it should not matter. Now, when you go to Derek Jeter, which what he did for the city of New York, mm -hmm. literally the entire city of New York. Yes. The entire Yankees organization. That's why I asked you the question. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's a great question, but I do like, there's obviously situations. It's going to be like Buster. It's like, he should He's also still kind of, he's pretty elite catcher. There's always exceptions to the rule. That's the bottom. hundred percent, hundred percent. But Lorenzo Cain's not the exception to the rule. That's fair. That's fair. We can land on that. Um, I think it's dead ball time. Dead ball time. Um, by the way, every, every pitcher is just throwing a hundred um, right mm -hmm. now. Shohei uh, DeGrom continues to just, his fastball velocity has gotten better Every single year, I watch Dustin May and Walker Bueller absolutely carve up the Giants uh, the other day. Shout out to Dalton, by the way. Dalton struck out Mookie Betts. Hey, uh, shout I texted out Dalton. Him. I texted him, asked him uh, if he stared him down after, like the little college baseball thing. He just laughed. He's typical Dalton fashion. Of course he didn't. He's just a, no. the greatest guy in the world. Right. Um, but I do have a good dead ball. It is... The fastest nine inning game in baseball history. Just a phenomenal, phenomenal story. Shout out to me. I looked it up in like two minutes before we started recording. <laughs> um, the fastest nine inning game. And this is going to come up with some like we'll get some decent stories out of this. The fastest nine inning game in pro ball history took place in 1916 in North Carolina between the minor league Asheville Taurus and the visiting Winston Salem Twins. Every batter swung at the first pitch and nobody tried very hard to score runs. I don't know what that even means. How could you, what do you mean? You didn't try hard. It's like, you just get purposely, you're going first to third on like, you know, ground ball to the shortstop and you just get purposely thrown out. So I don't, nobody I don't tried understand. To score runs. Right. That's what it says here. It says I'm on portablepress.com. I don't know how reliable this source is, but. It says every batter swung at the first pitch. Nobody tried very hard to score runs. 
once again, no idea what that means. Final score, two to one twins. The elapsed time of the game, 31 minutes. It's a 31 minute game. I don't know. Did they not have any warmups? How many innings do they play? It makes, it makes no sense. It's once again, this thing back in time where you had to have some idiot keeping Mm -hmm. track of this game. And you, I have no idea how they landed on 31 minutes. There's no way a nine inning game could even last 31 minutes with a score of two to one, even if you're trying to get thrown out every time. But why so fast? The twins only had an hour. They had one hour to finish the game to catch the last train home. So they were taking trains. They were can't miss you. I, I take Bart. They, were, they were looking like me on Bart at 8 p.m. after basketball. You can't miss your train, man. You can't, no matter what. Right, right, exactly. I got to get out of here, bro. Do you have a story about that? Because I have, I have a pretty good story of the quickest game. Well, it's not necessarily a story. It's just whenever basketball was cooling off, I look at Bard, and it was really like, okay, anything under seven minutes, do I want to wait? Because it's every twenty. So then, do I want to wait? you know, the 13, 14, or do I want to just get on and get up out of there? Cause the thing about Bart is if a train is coming, you should try to catch it. Cause you never know what's going to happen next. So it would be me not taking off my basketball shoes, just packing up laptop in my backpack. We on, you know, and that's mm-hmm. what I imagine uh, those teams were doing to get back to the train. You're sweating more going to Bart than you were. During oh the yeah. Then you're game. on Bart sweaty, which is just like, okay, now, Right. I mean, it's already gross anyway. It's already so gross. Gives it. Dude, there was one time I was on BART. I was on my way home, and this dude just spilled crack all over the floor. That There's is just a crack. waste of money. Just so much crack on the floor. <laughs> How bad unbel- was he? It was unbelievable. I don't even think he realized he spilled it, man. Uh, obviously you feel bad you feel sorry for for people like you you got a dustpan you want to dust it up and give it back to him i was trying to just look away and not notice it at all i hear you Um, but shout out bart man yeah bart's awesome um honestly like more big cities should adopt that shit because it is great like the the area of transportation um just got to clean up the crack but we we were playing Gonzaga my freshman year, and for some reason we scheduled a flight three hours um, after the game. Mm-hmm. So or so three hours after the game started. Right. And we played six innings, played the the old little league style game, and it mm-hmm. wasn't even like a long game at all. We just played a six inning game. We were trying, like we were rushing everything. Everything was rushed. It was a super close game as well. Mm-hmm. So everything was all fucked up and we lost. We lost by one run and we got, I think we lost the series on that game because we played six innings, had to rush to our flight. No one could even shower. No one showered after the game I had thrown a simulated complete game in the bullpen the night before and never went in, was just warming up from like inning three through eight and then warmed up even more. So it was like all sweaty. 
I also failed the first psych midterm and had a psych midterm the next day that I needed to do well on. So I stayed up literally the rest of that night studying. It was just a shit show of a day. But that was like our, that was like my quickest game story. It definitely wasn't a 31 minute game, but it was just for some reason, for some odd reason, we just scheduled a flight three hours after game time started on, on a Sunday at Gonzaga. Wow. No, I don't have any quick game stories like that. I really don't. I really don't. That is nuts. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Three hours, uh, six innings, the old little league. Uh, yeah. And they were, you could tell the other team do, they have guys like tying their shoe in the box or outside the box, like calling time. Trying to just, slow it down. Yeah. Just trying to slow it down. It's like you get the pregame speech, like, Hey guys, like let's up the tempo here. You know, we got a flight. Like, are, are we fucking kidding me? Like how about that's wild. Yeah. 31 minutes though. Uh, that's insane to me. I, I'm thinking like, are you just catching the ball? No sign, nothing like, all right, all fast just fastballs. Yeah. All fastballs. I mean, you do have to surprise that. me to surprise it. If you get into a fav- favorable count. Okay. I'll expect maybe one sign like right. some type of off speed surprise me. Right. And you do have that. Um, you do have the, that typical game where everyone kind of wants to get out of there. Like in pro ball, we did have those games sometimes where it's like, Hey, trying to get out of here, guys. Like, let's be, be real aggressive. Right. Never was it. Hey, let's just try and not score 31 minutes. I just love that they're catching the train home. Like yeah. I just picture like everyone, you know, you got the businessman and then maybe there was like an incentive. If you don't hit that number, you're done. Yeah. Platform nine and three quarters. People are just, you know, they got their briefcases and then you got the, the, the squad coming in, mm-hmm. like just running in with their baseball bags, mm-hmm. trying to catch, you know, the, the conductor, uh, you know, all aboard the Polar Express, right. Tom Hanks. So, wow. Shout that's out. dead ball. Shout out Tom Hanks, um, Bay Area. Is he Bay Area guy? With the Clayton Valley. No way. Yeah. Do you play baseball? So, not an ugly eagle. He played. Uh, what was Wilson? Wilson was a football, and then no, Wilson was a Wilson volleyball. I volleyball, yeah, it was a volleyball. Tom Hanks. I know Concord, James California. Franklin. Shout out Concord. You know what I mean? Wow. Did he yeah. go to? He didn't. He went to Clayton. Yeah, he didn't, he didn't go Valley. to Dela. No, Concord's pretty big, man. Concord's pretty big. You know, they got a couple different uh, spots. What the heck? Oh no, I'm tripping. I think Tom Hanks went to Skyline what in 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 Oakland. Hold on. Oh, yep. Shit, he's yep. Oakland. He's mm-hmm. in Oaktown. Yeah, he's so yeah. That's why people claim him out where I'm at. Claim him. You know, we claim. I love that. Yeah, we claim Tom. The Bay Area claims. He studied theater at Chabot. No way. And then transferred to Cal State Sacramento. Kids, you do not have to go to a four year out of. Yeah, Juco. He's a Juco rat. Tom Hanks is a Juco rat, baby. Yep. Yep. Mm -hmm. Look, he said during a 2001 interview with sportscaster Bob Costas, 
Hanks was asked whether he would rather have an Oscar or a Heisman trophy. He replied he would rather win a Heisman playing halfback for the California Golden Bears. Wow. Him and Marshawn. Same just guy. Him and, yeah, 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 yeah. Just a, damn, just I had no idea it was a Bay Area guy. Marshawn, yeah, you're platooning for me. God, you know we're me. such a fucking mecca. Arizona can have the golfers. We'll just take the fucking yeah, take them. everyone else. Take some, take some shorts, too, while you're at it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Anything else before we uh, before we hop off here? I got nothing. Great episode. Great time. Thank you, everybody, for listening, wherever you may be, whatever continent, whatever country, whatever state. Appreciate you, whatever city. And let's keep this thing going. And by the way, I said it on the Tatis pod. Don't play cover two on Drake. Do not play cover two on Drake. Do not pl- do not put eight in the box with Drake because he will fucking burn you. Look, man. He'll burn you over the top. He is he's had three separate Hall of Fame careers, like Brady. He's got the young money days, he's got the R and B emo days, and he's got this this new shit that he's on, whatever God's plan, laugh now, cry later. Uh, and, I and, don't know, man. I really liked Lemon Pepper, but I think that was by far the best. I like, I like the little baby song. I, I like I the second one. Good. The first one, it goes in the reverse what's next? order. I like what's next too. Shit, it wasn't I like bad. them all, dude. It wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. Lemon but Pepper it goes was fire. Lemon Pepper, little baby. It goes in the reverse order that they were that the order was in. Well, that's what he does. He doesn't have to throw it deep every time. He this gives guy, you the, man. He gives you the, the screen I got pass. people on Twitter calling me a Drake stand. Holler at Orlando. Oh, my God. If you're not thinking, those are the same people that don't put Drake in the GOAT conversation are the people that are like, yeah, Bill Russell, Bob Cousy. Like, those are my GOATs. Yeah, shout out Bill Russell. Man. Jesus <laughs> Christ. All right. Follow us on Twitter at the long ball at long ball underscore pod at Orazo at the underscore styles files styles with an eye. Thank you everybody for tuning in and we will talk to you next time. You're the best. Thank you for listening to believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.